fresh live baby eels stuffed in a moist boa constrictor shell. <laughs> You're listening to Indiana Jones in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at the artifacts that make up the world of Indiana Jones. Backstories, histories, and details about some of our favorite characters. And now, here are this week's hosts of Indiana Jones in Character. Hello and welcome to Indiana Jones and Character. I hope you're hungry, Dave. <laughs> Why is that? Because today we're talking about the Guardian of Tradition Dinner. Oh, yeah. Which I didn't know it was called that until I printed it up off of uh, Indypedia. <laughs> is that what it's called? I don't, it's Indiana Jones Wikipedia, I oh, guess. okay. Indypedia. Indypedia. That sounds like some kind of condition. I have it in my ass. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> it's Indypedia. What? Yeah, it's the Guardian of Tradition dinner. Right. We discussed what we were going to talk about, and you first thought about the guy that burps. That was your thing. Yes, and I think his name is what? <laughs> oh, well, I'll tell the names when okay. we get there. We came up with names for these people because they don't have oh, names. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot we did that. So what you're going to get eventually, once we're done talking about dinners, you are going to get a three-for-one as far as characters go here. I got three characters we're going to talk about. So this is Indiana Jones and character. We're going to talk about characters, but we're also going to talk about other things within the Indiana Jones saga. And now we're talking about the Guardian Tradition Dinner. Yes, we are. What are your memories of this, seeing this for the first time when we saw it in middle school? In middle school, on the bleachers? <laughs> yeah, on the bleachers, on the big screen. What do you, what do you remember about this? I'm, I think I remember a lot of the kids going, oh, ew, yuck. Yeah. I was like, I was going, that, that's just pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a scene of comic relief in a very dark movie, but even that scene itself is very dark comedy. Right. And it's something that Spielberg it seems that he always wanted to do. He wanted to do some kind of big lavish dinner where everything with, was awful. with all nasty shit. Oh yeah. Because I, I found some quotes from, from both of them. He wanted to add some humor because he knew it was dark. They filmed all this stuff at the L Street Studios where it seems like everything cool that ever happened. Like in, Bond and Star Wars and everything? Yeah, anything that ever good happened in a movie happened in these studios. Was Harry, Harry Potter filmed there? What is that supposed to mean? Just answer the question. Are you taking shots at Harry Potter? I am, right in his eye. Jeez. Well, I got quotes here. I got a, First, I got a quote from Lucas, and here's the quote. This is uh, from George Lucas. Can you do it in his voice? <laughs> <laughs> this is the quote. Quote, the dinner scene where outrageous dishes are served was something that I'd always wanted to do put in a movie. Steven has a sense of humor that fits right into that, so we went hog wild. So, really, it's a combination of these two guys. And the Spielberg quote that I found <laughs> where he talks about the filming of it, he, he seemed like he just had a ball. So here's his quote. He had an eyeball. <laughs> here's the quote. Quote, we had rubber bugs with high-quality custard dessert inside. The monkey brains were custard with raspberry sauce. Fuck. What, is that your trivia question? Yep. <laughs> oh, shit. You got to come up with something else. Well, this will probably take about a half an hour. You got a half an hour, buddy. I'll be back. <laughs> well, continuing the quote, inside the soup were rubber eyes. The worst thing was the eels. Nobody liked the eels, especially Kate. When those eels came out of the fake rubber boa constrictor, I lost Kate for about an hour. Now, see, when... I think you you posted, I think, a while ago, which was was, was, was funny, because I, I did it in the, in the um, Sam Elliott voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, eels is what's for dinner? Yeah, eels. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> I never knew, like, stupid ass me, it's, it's a snake. And I thought they were just baby snakes. 
Like, I thought that was like a, a pregnant snake, and I cut open the little baby snakes. Never knew they were eels. I'll be honest. I thought that when I was younger, too, yeah. Well, I, I thought that till last week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know. I thought, I thought they were just baby snakes. Well, now you know. Now I know, and no one's got the battle. <laughs> I saw that. The Guardian of Tradition Dinner got its name from something I've referenced a lot already. It's a great book. Uh, the Lost Journal of Indiana Jones. And because before that, it was just the dinner. This this journal ends up creating backstories for things where there weren't backstories in the first place. Right. But the, the dinner was held at Pankot Palace in 1935 by the Maharaja Zalim Singh. I know him. Who will, I'm sure, do a, an episode on eventually. Okay. And it was actually the idea of Chatter Lal who was kind of like his right-hand man, he suggested that they hold it to show that they were reputable in the area and they had fine standing in the region. So this was his idea. Now, along with the dignitaries that were there, basically it was a bunch of rich dudes showing off. And a little kid. Well, they weren't supposed to be there. Oh. So there were surprise guests along the way. Uh, Indy, Kate... Uh, Kate. Kate <laughs> <laughs> Capture. On a first name basis. Right, yeah. Indy Willie and Short Round, along with Captain Blumbert, who will, I'm sure, do an episode yeah. at some point, okay. too. He was there inspecting the palace because you know, some bad shit had gone down, and every once in a while they got a surprise inspection, and that was it. All right. Okay. Indiana Jones mentions in this journal that the dinner itself was very good, although he was suspicious of it because the dishes that were served were not traditional Hindu dishes. They're, they were That was food that Hindus would normally not touch. So he was suspicious of what was going on. But he, he liked the dinner. What was he eating when he had the fork in his hand? Remember, he was eating something, mm-hmm. but it, it never showed you... What it was. It was towards the beginning of yeah. of the dinner. So to me, that probably... The, well, do you want to know the menu? Please, I am kind of hungry. My, my mouth's watering. <laughs> yeah, all right. I have the whole menu here. So here it is. The Guardian of Tradition Dinner. <clears throat> Gently roasted von Ahira, which was a large wild boar garnished with tender suckling offspring. I bet you that's what he was eating. Some kind of pork. Yeah, I bet that's what he was eating, okay. too. So it was like, that was the first... That that's was, not bad. It's ham. That was the first course. Okay. But that's also probably what one of the things that made him suspicious. I don't think this is what something somebody in that area would, would have been eating. Okay. So he was kind of like, kind of weary about this from the beginning. The second course was coiled Wrigley's. Gum? Otherwise known as... <laughs> Wrigley's. <laughs> no. Otherwise known as Snake Surprise. Would you like to hear that? <laughs> sure. Oh, sneak surprise. What's the surprise? Now, does that sound sound sexual? <laughs> boing. <laughs> well, the boing and the and the and the wet juiciness of the eels coming out of the, of the gut. Come on, I was trying. <laughs> She had food falling out of her mouth. <laughs> Things were coming out of her mouth, not, oh. not in. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> You're back. You want to hear the rest of the menu? This is an ambitious menu, I'll tell you that. That's just weird that there is a fucking menu. Oh, I got. I have a nice printed menu here. Look at this thing. It's beautiful. I like the little I like the little cockroach symbol. Yeah, there's like a scarab on top. This Ugh. is a beautifully printed menu. I'll try and get a picture of this on our Facebook page. But it's very ambitious. Like, even Gordon Ramsay couldn't pull this shit off. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's great. It, and it really is kind of like an early episode of Fear Factor. I mean, the, yes. the crap that they're eating is unbelievable, but it's great. Coiled Wrigley's is Snake Surprise. Fresh, live baby eels stuffed in a moist boa constrictor shell. <laughs> <laughs> the next course, Ooh. Crispy Coleoptera. Bless you. Fresh beetles, still in the shell, bursting with meltingly delectable innards. <laughs> <laughs> Want to hear that part? Yeah. Okay. I have bugs for lunch. <laughs> Give me your hat. Why? Because I'm going to puke in it. <laughs> he was sucking those things down, man, too. He's He's good. We'll get to him. I love that guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the next, uh, what do you call it, course, is soup of the head. Delic- delic- delicacies of boiled sheep head floating in salty broth. I think, I think, um, Kate, damn it, I think, um, <laughs> I think Willie, Willie asked, asked this question. Excuse me, sir. Uh, do you have anything simple, like soup? I think that's, you would think they have soup. Sure. That's why she asked. Yes, yes, but then, then, then she um was she got her surprise. I see you. <laughs> That's good. I actually, I, I don't know. I mean, you, you probably have it there. I read how they did that scene a little bit. Go ahead. I think they tied like a bunch of of eyeballs to like strings. Mm. And she was supposed to like stir it, so they popped up, and only like a couple worked. Mm-hmm. Like there's supposed to be like like ten more or whatever. Right. Just like a few, boink, popped up. Yeah, I did see something about that. That it was her job as the actress to really dig hard in the bottom of that thing to get those things to float to the yeah. top and to kind of swirl around. This soup part of the. Well, they really were they were they they weren't real. Sheep eyes, were they? Well, that's the thing. That's what I was just exactly going to say. This whole this whole part of the menu kind of has me confused because it says they're supposed to be goat's eyes. Those don't look like goat's eyes. Those look like human eyes. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I always thought they were human eyes rather than an animal. So did I. Like, goat's eyes have that kind of weird, weirdly shaped pupil. Yeah. And those were just like human eyeballs. Like Hello! <laughs> floating around in there. So that part always confused me. And I kind of thought, even though it's on this menu and this is all, you know, retconned back, but I always kind of thought that that soup was only for her. Did you get that sense? I, I did because she asked for it, yeah. She asked for yes. it and they brought it for her. It's on the menu. But I don't know how much faith. Maybe she didn't read the menu. Well, that's true. She 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 would have seen it. She would have you know ordered it. More retconning. I like it. I actually I think on the Blu-ray, Dave. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Remember the um, Monkey Man had a had had an eye patch. Yes. One of those eyes in the soup. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's it's the third one that pops up. It's coming all together. Circle of eye. <laughs> yeah, I thought that she, like when I had seen this over and over again, I thought she was getting that soup because she specifically asked for it. That's what I thought too. She was wussing out over this dinner, but it's on the menu as part of it. Soup of the head. That's what it's called. And finally, soup of the head. primate parfait, chilled soft monkey brains served in monkey heads. Ah, this head. 
I always liked how that was filmed when they were putting down each head and the camera just panned up the whole table and bam, 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 bam. There they were. Yeah, it's good. That's it's why, that's disgusting, why but that's why he's Steven Spielberg. Yes, you're absolutely right. And like you had found out and I found out too that it was some kind of raspberry. That was my question, you fuckers. <laughs> Well, I apologize. That's all right. Cause I was like, Dave will never get this unless he reads it. And you had put a picture just yesterday, I guess, yeah, of I the monkey brain or the monkey head on Facebook. And people were like, oh, joking. There's a backstory for the monkeys. Yeah. And, and actually there is. <laughs> is there really? They're the monkeys. The monkey that Those monkeys that they serve, they're from the same clan that helped Mutt Williams find his parents in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Today is what? What's today's date? April 6th? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm just growing. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You're five days off there, but you know what? But someone someone the, out there believes it. For the people that wanted a backstory on the monkeys, as soon as I hear monkeys in Indiana Jones, I'm instantly pissed off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. It is a shame. <laughs> but we will persevere with our characters. Like I said, you're going to get a three for one here. The first character was the guy... We'll go with the guy that you first had in mind. The Burper? The Burper. Okay. Yes. He is known only as Merchant Merchant number two. Number two. Yeah. But we each came up with names for these. There's another guy, too. Okay. This is the guy I came up with. Good. Okay. He's the guy that burps. He's played by an actor named Ahmed Al-Shanawi. Who? Ahmed Al-Shanawi. Slower. Ahmed... <laughs> El Shanawi. You mean the hoop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I've nicknamed this guy Hungry Hungry Habib. <laughs> so <laughs> he's the guy that, you know, he's three lines. I mean, he has more lines in this movie than a lot of people. He's more lines in it than like Jock from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, yeah. He says the dessert, the chill monkey brains. He burps when Willie's not eating. That burp, what does that burp remind you of? Jab. It, yeah, it's just like that, that's a Star Wars. Burp. Yeah, yeah. After he eats the, after he eats Ula, who shrinks down to a frog shape. <laughs> yeah, that's what you thought. right? I always thought that. You you thought a lot of messed up things about movies. I, I did because she falls in the thing. He looks over. Look, there's something. I thought she went to a pipe and got small and became a frog. Yeah. Okay. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that that is definitely a Star Wars burp. That's a Jabba burp. That's even possibly that that creature that's outside Jabba's palace that that eats the gets the thing with the tongue. Eats in the Ula outside. <laughs> yeah, the little <laughs> the Ula that escaped. Yeah, and it gives that burp. That is definitely a Star Wars catalog or a Ben Burt catalog. Guaranteed burp. Yeah, and it's great. It's fantastic. The other guy. Who you've named? Who? Yeah. Who's his? His name officially is Merchant Number One. Oh, the leader. He's the fat, jewelry-clad Mario-looking dude. That's it's what me, I Mario. Yeah. So dude. he's <laughs> he's the guy that Willie's trying to steal the jewelry off him. He's Merchant Number One. Oh and yeah. You have nicknamed this guy Raja the Hut. <laughs> That's very name, like, name I could think of. He was played by an actor named Frank Oligario. His name's Frank? Yeah, Frank. All right. Frank Oligario, and the only reason I bring him up 
is that he was in Diamonds Are Forever. He played Man in Fez in Diamonds Are Forever. And already several times, and even on a few future episodes, there is a lot of Bond connections. Yeah, there is. With Indiana Jones, Star Wars. I mean, there's like these things. It's They're all great, and they all have like a lot of common threads. I wonder if it's because if it was filmed there, like they're all just there. Maybe. You know? Yeah, he's he's in Diamonds Are Forever. So good for good old Frank. But I left actually the guy that we didn't even really talk about this guy. We, we thought about those two guys first, and I was like, well, I'll keep looking and see what else is there. There's a guy whose name is the Eel Eater. Can you picture the guy? I thought that was the guy who burps. No, that's a different guy. They, they all look alike. The guy that's <laughs> eating the eels is a totally like different guy. He's hanging them? He's hanging those them. suckers in his mouth. Yeah, I thought that was the, the, the burper dude. No, the burper guy is a different guy. All right. The eel eater is far more interesting than I ever would have thought it would be because of who the guy is. The man's name is Art Repola, and he is a huge deal. And I mean, like, very, very huge. Do you mean weight or popularity? In what he has done. And his behind-the-scenes connections. He's he's done a lot of things behind the scenes. He's production manner. In fact, he was the producer, one of the producers on Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. This okay. guy, he has produced major, major movies. A lot of Spielberg stuff. Batteries not included. Empire of the Sun, The Money Pit, Color Purple, Back to the Future, and Goonies. Wow. He was a production manager on all those. Aside from that, he was involved in visual effects. And listen to this listen to this resume. Ghostbusters, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, The Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Freaking Jedi. I never saw any of those movies. <laughs> this guy is is amazing. I never I didn't even know that like that guy was a I thought that was just some kind of um side character or you know, like a co-star thing just here sit here and eat i didn't know he was like that, that big of a deal he's a huge deal like you like you uh, and and tim from star wars in character you guys get these people to sign your star wars poster this guy would be huge to get he would be enormous yeah he would be have a fucking huge line yeah he would all those movies that they, he's been involved with well i don't think you're gonna get him because listen to what his title is now this is his current title he is the senior vice president of visual effects and production for the walt disney motion picture group Damn. And there he is eating eels. Is all that on his um, business card? The whole, <laughs> whole title? That is a mouthful, a mouthful of eels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a three-time Oscar nominee, and he oversaw the visual effects of pretty much any major Disney movie, your Armageddon's, your Pearl Harbor's, all that stuff. Wow. That's this guy. He's the eel eater from Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. I had no idea. Me neither. None. I love it. I love it when you find like a little nugget like that, and here this guy is like some major player. And you think it's just some dirty guy they got off the street. Hey, yeah. dude, come here and put these eels in your mouth. Suck these eels. What? Nothing. Yeah. No, he's a major, major player. And uh, I I really enjoyed finding that stuff out about that guy. That is awesome. Yeah. So those are three characters. There's your Guardian of Tradition dinner. I'll try and get a copy of this menu online. It's it's really cool, like the way they have it laid out. It's a very meta thing. But that's about it. That was that was a lot of discussing information there, Dave. That's right. Apparently, fear is not a factor for you, <laughs> Joe Rogan. Joe. Do you know what bothers me about him? I love that show. Yeah, I miss it. But he yells. All you have to do is. <laughs> He's constantly doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the people are right there in arm's length. He's, he's, I miss that show. He's a high testosterone guy. He's on uh, what you call it now, the MMA stuff. Isn't he? The, yeah, I, I've seen him on there. He was also in a few movies and all. 
lately. Yeah, it was in Here Comes the Boom and Zookeeper. He must be friends yeah. with Kevin James. Kevin James, yeah. Well, he's in that MMA, so that Here Comes the Boom stuff makes sense. Right. The only other thing I have that's worth mentioning is that that scene, the scene right after the dinner where Willie doesn't eat and Andy ends up bringing her an apple. He brings her a plate of fruit because she won't she won't eat, and they're they're actually about to get it on. I mean, they're kind of yes. back and forth between each other's rooms and all right. that stuff. And then there's that cool fight scene where the guy's blending in with the yeah. painting, and he comes and and he and Indy fight. That scene was a major part of the movie for Ford. Because he totally dislocated his back. I remember that. Then they stopped shooting or something, and he had to go get it worked on and shit. Yeah, he had he had major back problems through the rest of the shoot because of that scene. Whatever happened, he did a somersault, and it was just like he was he was incapacitated, and he spent the rest of the time in excruciating pain. He would have to go get treatments. Um, so every time I see that that scene that happens right after the dinner, I always think about that. I'm trying to like look, and I'm sure they edited it, so it's like you're not going to see him actually in pain, right? But I always think that now, like this is where he really screwed himself up. That was like that was like early. I, I know that you're watching the um, the following, like yes, Kevin Bacon show, and that was like one of the one of the hidden things in that show. The camera panned by like four people mm-hmm. or four masks and one of them was a real person. Yeah, it's it's great. It's great yeah. camera work. It's great director of photography work. It's great directing in general. And and even to that, to that day, as soon as that scene comes on, I'm looking for that dude. I'm looking yeah. for him in the painting. Oh, yeah. And my son does it now. Which one is he? Which one is he? Yeah, it, it, he's... It, that was an awesome scene and even even still to this day, I mean, we've seen it all the, all the every year or whatever. Sometimes you pick him out. Other days, like, shit, that was... You know, not him. That was a painting. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Although that ceiling fan was would never be strong enough to hold a person up. I mean, <laughs> he gets yeah. the whip and he gets hung on the ceiling fan. Yeah. That's got to be some damn strong screws. Because those those ceiling fans in that part part of the woods are like just feathers. Part of the woods. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is some damn strong screws in that thing to hold up like a two hundred pound dude and swing him around the room. There's nothing better than a strong screw. That's why you're the best color man in the business. <laughs> All right, are you ready for trivia? I'm trying to find your question because you fucked me over. I had the whole thing. What was it made of? This is going to be a terrible, terrible question. Do you need more time? No, I'm looking. You're looking. Do you want me to ask you first? Yes, please, because I'm just... All right, here's your question. I don't have nothing here. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I got nothing. You have my deepest apologies. And enter the temple of blank. That, that, that's your trivia <laughs> question. Here's your question. All right. Picture the scene. They're they're just getting to Pancot Palace. Stupid. Yeah. And Chatter Law is making the introductions. And they're this is before the dinner. They're being invited in, and there's a scene where Indy's on a balcony. Can you picture this? Indy's, yeah. Indy's on a balcony. They're getting ready for the dinner, and Indy's on a balcony. There's a shot of him from outside. It looks like a, like a, like a pretty not. I mean, for the first time, it was great. But today, it's like a CGI'd. That part's real, but all everything around it's like a matte painting. Yeah, it's not great. It looks yeah. like a matte painting of, of like the palace grounds, and it's it's dusk. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's standing in a balcony. Yeah. He asks. I didn't watch this scene. He asks Short Round for something. What does Indy ask Short Round for before the dinner? That's a darn good question. I didn't bet my my points either, huh? Okay, what are you betting? <laughs> now that you know the question, know. you betting one? No, I'll go two. Okay, but I still don't know it. Um, what does Indy ask short round for before they go to the Guardian of Tradition dinner? 
I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm going to say his whip. He asked him for his, he's on the balcony and he asked for his whip. Is that <laughs> your answer? Yeah. That is incorrect. Okay. I had no idea what his, what his answer is. He says, and this is a line in the movie, Shorty, where's my razor? Yep. He asked for his razor, even though when he's at dinner, he's still scruffy looking. Who's scruffy looking? Maybe he just wants to bring his razor. <laughs> he just wants to know where his razor is. It's his, it's his wooby. He doesn't plan on using it. No. Because he's still that's a, good question. a hot mess at dinner with combed Shit, hair. I wish we would have watched that, that part. So that is it. You lost two points. Yeah, whatever. All right, well, that's not too bad. So you're, you, the scores were 15 to 6. Yeah. You're, you're down to 13. All right, now I got to bet. <laughs> this is a terrible question. Yeah, but for you, that that doesn't necessarily... This has nothing to do with the scene. Okay, well, that doesn't necessarily mean it's easy, so I have to be careful with you. You are a wild I card. got two questions in my head. One super simple. He went from none to two? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to I'm gonna say slow and steady wins the race, and I'm going to bet three. I'm going to give you a lot of hints. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm betting three. What's my question? This is terrible. Kate, <laughs> Kate Capshaw, okay? Yeah. This is this is this is something about her, okay? Because okay. she's at the part eating all this shit. <laughs> Terrible. She was born on the same day as as what famous comedian? <laughs> I'm giving you hints though. Okay, what are my hints? We saw we we saw him in real life. Saw him in real life. All right, I got to figure out how old she is. She's. Uh... I can give you when she was born. She was born on the third uh, of November, 1953. Okay. So she's she's sixty. I was I was gonna say she's probably about sixty years old. A comedian that's sixty years old that we saw same day. I might did I say did I say same? Yeah, same day, same year. Yeah. All right. Well, your hint is very helpful because otherwise I would have no. Clue. I know it's a, ter- it's a ter- terrible question. I'm trying to think of comedians that you and I have seen together. We've seen I've seen lots of comedians, but it was, it was when we were together. Not necessarily with you. Like right. you and I, you and I have seen Don Rickles. He's got to be eighty something. Okay, but it's pretty good. You're 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 narrowing them down. You're knocking them off the list. You, I drug you. I've seen. I love stand up comedy. I've seen all the best. I've seen Cosby. I've seen Seinfeld. I've seen you name it. I've seen them. And I drug you to see Dennis Miller before he became a political a hole. When Dennis Miller used to be funny, right? And he's probably about sixty. I'm going to say Dennis Miller. What'd that say? Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the second greatest city in Pennsylvania. Yeah. All right. That wasn't a bad question, I guess, right? <laughs> it <had laughs> it nothing has nothing to do with Indiana Jones. Yeah. Snakes. But, Why have to be snakes, babe? But it was you. You. You took my. What was it made out of? Okay. Question. That's all right, though. I'll take it. After the this uh, round of trivia, it's thirteen for Chris, nine for me. You're catching up, man. I am catching up with my Dennis Miller knowledge. <laughs> <Man. laughs> <laughs> Alright, well I guess that's it for this episode of Indiana Jones and Character Tune in next time we discuss Ernst Vogel <laughs> I, I, You just love saying Ernst I do That's your, Ernst. <laughs> that's your favorite word I, It is Vogel Thanks for listening to Indiana Jones and Character Indiana Jones and Character is part of the Neozaz.com podcast network For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit www.neozaz.com. The Indiana Jones and Character podcast is not endorsed by nor affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. 
All Indiana Jones characters, places, and situations are copyright Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.ijic.neozaz.com for the latest Indiana Jones in character episodes and information. Yeah.